You're listening to episode number 27 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I am so excited to introduce you to Ash McDonald. She is a therapist, mentor, self-care coach, and self-proclaimed scheduling guru. She is a mama to three, oat milk latte fanatic, and believer in all things transformation, and she helps busy, ambitious women craft a life they're obsessed with and the flow they deserve through self-awareness, cyclical mapping, intentional action, and soul-nourishing routines and rituals to live by. Now, in today's episode, we're going to be focusing on cyclical mapping. Now, if you're not familiar with what cyclical mapping is... Basically, it's tracking your menstrual cycle and all of the phases that happen after that and then leading back up to your menstrual cycle and how each of those phases play a crucial role in how we can be showing up for ourselves. And this is going to enhance our efficiency and productivity in motherhood and business. I know that you are going to absolutely love this conversation and I can't wait to get into it. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mompreneurs out there feeling torn between raising a thriving family and building a business you love. I'm a photographer, community founder, podcaster, wife, and mama saved by grace, so I can totally relate to you multi-passionate mamas. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to find peace and passion in motherhood and business so that you can have more time for the things that matter, like Netflix and cookie dough. But seriously, are you ready to transform your life from feeling frazzled to focused and be equipped with the tools you need to juggle all the things? If so, you're in the right place. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. I'm so excited to have Ash McDonald on the show right now. Ash, thank you so much for being here. I would love for you to just take a minute and introduce yourself to the listeners and let us know who you are and what you do. Yes. Oh, I'm so excited as well. So thank you for the opportunity. So as she said, my name is Ash McDonald. And first and foremost, I am a mom of three. That is my biggest and bestest role. I'm also a wife, also a great role. Love that role. Um, But I also mentor entrepreneurial women to find better productivity, increase their productivity, increase their profit by understanding more about themselves so that they can cultivate a flow between motherhood and passion, right? Between the things that matter most and this passion, this job, this career, this thing that you put so much into probably before you had kids and now that you have kids as well. So that's what I do behind the scenes and I absolutely love it. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I would love for you to kind of introduce this topic that we're talking about today and let us know briefly, what is cyclical mapping and how does it work? Yes, this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. So I'm so grateful that you're asking. So my belief system here is that cyclical mapping is the, well, one of the missing pieces for women and this flow. And some people like the word balance. I'm not a huge fan of that word. I prefer flow as in flowing between one thing to the next, right? And so I believe that cyclical mapping is one of those keys. So the the scientific basis of cyclical mapping is that women, all of us and women, 
we have four phases that we go through every single month. And those four phases have a lot to do with how we feel, how we're operating, how we experience the world, the things that um, are, we're better at at different times. And so I use as a mental health therapist, I guess I didn't mention that in my, my introduction, but I'm actually a mental health therapist. And alongside mental health, I believe that we have to have this concept of body awareness that allows us to craft our life. And so what I have learned as a mentor is that no matter how much time management and strategy you use, no matter how much mental wellness you have, no matter what you have going on, if you do not understand your body enough to know what's happening behind the scenes or internally, if you will, so that you can create a blueprint for your life, then, then it just doesn't work. And so what I mean by that is throughout these phases, when we have these phases, right? Has anybody ever, I know no one's going to answer me here, but has anybody ever <laughs> woke up one day with tons and tons of motivation, tons and tons of inspiration? They're so excited to do something. They have all the energy in the world and they start this project. And then a couple days later, they wake up and they want nothing to do with it. They're so over it. Well, what happens here for us? Cause I know, I, I know that all women experience this. Well, yes, I can attest. <laughs> yeah, yes. What happens here is that in that moment, your mental wellness starts to decrease because you're telling yourself, what's wrong with me, right? Why can't I do what I was doing a couple days ago? Why can't I have the same expectations for myself every single day? Why is it that I feel really emotional right now? Why is it that now the key is not so much. Now I do talk about balancing these areas, but the key here is understanding when you feel these ways so that you can create and craft a life around that. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love how you talk about body awareness because I'm just going to be really truthful right now that I know nothing about cyclical mapping. Like when I first came across your profile and saw this idea, I was like, okay, this is kind of mind blowing that I haven't dug deep into this yet. So I'm so grateful that you are kind of expanding my knowledge. So I would love for you to kind of, can you break down the four phases? And I know that, that it's a lot goes into it, but can you kind of give like a brief overview of the phases and kind of what changes our body goes through or maybe what emotional uh, differences we can feel during those phases? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I will say you're not alone, right? A lot of people have not heard about this and I can't tell you how many women I work with who are like, how have I not, how do I not know this? How did I not integrate this as a teenager, right? Like even just as we were younger, I know I have one daughter and she will know everything about this because of how powerful it is. So cyclical mapping is based on your menstrual phase and the phases that surround your menstrual phase. So biologically what's happening internally is we're having these, you know, influxes of hormones and our hormones are going down and they're coming back up and digestively things are happening. And if we're not supporting that, we are going against it. Okay. So what I mean by that is most women are riding the roller coaster of womanhood and on that roller coaster, it is going up and down and around and around. And we don't really have a whole lot of control. And what that does create is a, a dissonance with our mental wellness, right? Understanding that and balancing that is where the power lies. And so we're going to start with the menstrual phase um, because I feel like everyone's very clear on when this is right. When yes. you're seeing you are in your menstrual phase and this typically lasts between three and seven days for most women. Not everybody is the same. So please know that you can be different than these things, but the average is three to seven days at this time, our hormones are at an all time low. And that means something for us, right? Do you ever feel a little bit more tired or um, lethargic even maybe a little bit emotional? Are there things that happen with you during this phase that, that 
you need to address, right? Like we cannot ignore these things, right? So during this phase with hormones at all time low, there are certain foods that we can eat to support. And again, not to completely alleviate some of these things, but to find a flow within them. So by stocking up on micronutrients, by focusing on things that help to support our kidneys and balance our hormones, some of these examples would be things like blackberries and blueberries and grapes and um, having decaf coffee during this time and not caffeine because it's going to have the opposite effect that we need. So the only time I'm not drinking coffee is during my menstrual phase. Wow. That is so amazing. I would have never known that. Yeah. So little, little thing. I'm, t- I'm talking little things. A lot of people assume they hear this. They're like, Oh, it's this big mass overhaul of my life, but it is not. It's very simple steps. Another thing that I talk a lot about is seed cycling. I'm not going to go into that in depth, but there are foods that you can eat to create a balance within your hormones where you don't feel the huge up and down. Additionally, it's very, very smart to understand and to plan in advance. And this is what I do for my clients is to know, for one, I would not have said yes to this podcast interview if I was in my menstrual phase. Because one, I would probably wake up and think, I don't want to do this. (laughs) This is not (laughs) what I want to do right now. For two, you probably wouldn't get the best version of me right? So during a menstrual phase behind the scenes, I am so restful. I am doing stuff that I'm not in front of people. I don't have to put pants on, right? Like I can be very, (laughs) very, yes. And here's the thing. I am a mentor. So I see multiple clients a week. I cannot change that. But what I can change are the breaks that I have in between seeing clients in order to ensure that I'm constantly refilling that cup, if you will, and not expecting too much from myself. Same with activity, So what happens here during our menstrual phase is with hormones being at a low, our temperature is also at a low. And so when we do things that are overexerting or in terms of like physical fitness, when we are super, super stressed out, when we eat a bunch of food, so how many of us have heard like, oh, I'm on my period, so I can eat this giant thing of Cherry Garcia, right? Like that's fine, except for what happens is your body has to pause to do that and not do what it's meant to be doing right now, which really in all intense purposes is shedding the uterine lighting, right? And that is a huge job. So the biggest thing that I say with menstrual phase is if you've ever had children and I have, I have had children and I love my babies. And every time that I have gotten pregnant, I have loved myself better than I have ever loved myself. I eat when I'm hungry. I slow down when I need to slow down. I nap when I'm tired. I rest when I need to rest. I don't eat what doesn't sound good. That's essentially what I'm inviting you to do during your menstrual phase is to love yourself enough to know that internally your body is working so hard and anything extra that you throw at it during this time will elongate your symptoms, your emotions, your feelings, the hardship that you face. You are the only person who has control over that. So that's the menstrual phase. A lot of information. I get that. That was so good though. Like, wow, you already opened my eyes so much. It's so good. It's so good. So with each phase, we have these little tips and tricks that we can use. That's that's essentially what cyclical mapping is, right? So that's the menstrual phase. Right after the menstrual phase, we hit our follicular phase, which lasts anywhere from seven to 10 days. And it's literally, it starts the day that you are no longer bleeding. During this time, our estrogen starts to rise back up, meaning our energy starts to rise back up, um, our stamina, if you will, our ability to do a little bit more. So this is the time behind the scenes for me when I'm eating lighter foods. I'm honoring the fact that um, my metabolism has actually slowed during this time, so I don't need as much food. And again, typically, 
we fight against this kind of stuff. We're not aware that our body doesn't need as much food during this time. So we're eating normally and we're not feeling very good, right? We're not aware that our body has more energy to burn. And so it's actually counterproductive to avoid working out during our follicular phase. This is the time to really lean into working out and working out intensely. So I'm doing things like cardio and power yoga and cycling and bar classes and stuff like that during that time. As far as creativity and work, I love using my um, follicular phase for the dreaming, the strategizing, the researching, um, taking courses and learning new things, taking on new challenging tasks, things that are a little bit bigger. I'm not going to start a new project during menstrual, but I am going to start one during folklore, if that makes sense. This is also a good time to when it comes to motherhood and when it comes to love to be together and to spend time together because you have the capacity. One thing I didn't mention with menstrual is that is a time when I absolutely give myself and all my clients all the permission to step away, to ask for help, to have a nanny come over, to have your husband take over at night so that you can rest and honor what your body is going through. So follicular is kind of the opposite of that. And then we move into ovulation. Now, everyone, again, is pretty familiar with ovulation. The follicular and the luteal are the things that are just like, what are you talking about? (laughs) We get this, right? Reproductive. This is where we're trying to reproduce. Well, there's a lot behind this. When we are ovulating, our estrogen is at its highest point, meaning that in the best way to describe this, I picture ovulation as the time when I am most magnetic. And what I mean by that is I am my greatest self with little to no effort. Every other time in my phase, I really got to show up for myself in order to make sure that I can be the greatest version of me for everybody around me. Ovulation, it comes very natural. And I love that. Everybody loves ovulation phase. It's a really good time, if you can, to go completely raw and vegan in your diet. So during my menstrual phase, I try not to chew. I'm smoothies and soups and easy digestive stuff on my body. During follicular phase, I'm lighter foods like salads and um, like grilled chicken and things that are just lighter and not heavy. Then I move into ovulation. I go completely raw and vegan. And the reason I do this is because during this time with estrogen at its highest, we have to honor the fact that we need to stabilize and metabolize that hormone before it builds up too much. And we have an excessive like dominance of the estrogen. And so One way to do that is through naturally sourced digestive enzymes, which can be found in raw fruits and vegetables. And so if I am increasing my intake of raw vegetables and fruit, I am not only supporting my body's estrogen, but I'm also, because this is the time, I'm also preventing any sort of yucky symptoms during my menstrual phase. It is actually during this phase that determines how rough your menstrual phase is going to be. So it's a very important time and it only lasts three to four days. So literally for three to four days, every single month, I go raw vegan. It's very easy. It is life altering though. I promise you it changes everything. I'm also going way, way over the top in intensity when it comes to working out. Again, think all the energy. This is also the time where if you ever see me on my social media launching any sort of new program, I am ovulating. (laughs) There is no doubt I'm ovulating because I know that you're going to get the best version of me. You're going to be able to really hear my heart and and my passions. This is a good time for networking. It's a good time for socializing. Um, It's a good time just to to take advantage of the fact that you are your greatest self. You are magnetizing as a woman. Obviously, this is a good time to spend time with your husband. Um, Whether or not you're trying to have kids, obviously, if you're trying not to, be careful. (laughs) Yes. Time to lean into marriage as well, because you're going to feel your best in terms of just the allure that you have and the confidence that you have. And it's just such a beautiful time. 
I do um, also like to always talk about this concept of egg wisdom. And I was first introduced to egg wisdom in the book, Do Less by Kate Northrup. And in this book, she talks about this concept that our egg is released during ovulation, as we know, and it does not go off searching for all the sperm. Okay. It is, she is not freaking out, wondering if she looks good, checking herself in the mirror, wondering if she said the wrong thing. She simply stands there and magnetizes them, magnetizes the sperm. And when all the sperm get there, she is the one who chooses. She gets to choose what sperm comes with her. And then when they go, if you, if that actually happens, if implantation actually happens, she will carry that sperm for multiple days to the uterus and bring all the snacks and napping supplies and all the things. And I always <laughs> I love tell that story because is that not what women are? Right, totally. when we are truest, greatest self, we are magnetizing, we are powerful, we are nurturing, we are thoughtful. And I always think of this time as my, sort of my raise the bar, right? Like if I'm gonna be my best self at all times, I'm always shooting for that ovulation phase. I'm shooting for the egg wisdom that lives inside of me. And I will say if you, if she, this little egg of yours, does not get implanted, she just disintegrates in 24 hours, completely disintegrates. And I love to look at this through the lens of she just doesn't hold on. She lets go and she moves on to the next thing. And it's such a good example of who we are made to be as women, strong and powerful, resilient, magnetic. And we can be that if we learn this kind of stuff, if we understand ourselves enough to honor it. So the final phase is our luteal phase. It lasts 10 to 14 days. It starts the day after ovulation ends. And this is the phase where our progesterone is starting to rise. And a lot of our other hormones are starting to decrease as we kind of fill the circle. So imagine it menstrual into follicular, into ovulation, into luteal, luteal into menstrual, into follicular. So it goes in a circle, if you can imagine it. And during this luteal time, this is an interesting thing as well. I love pointing this out. A lot of women, especially if you're trying to lose weight, you're trying to get healthy, they start to cut out things like carbs, for instance. Well, if you've ever had a time where you were doing really great on this diet, you're feeling really good, and then all of a sudden you're freaking ravished. You're so hungry, you're so starving, and you're thinking to yourself, what is the matter with me? I was doing so good, why can't I do this? Well, my friend, I'm here to tell you that's because every phase of your cycle needs something different, and your luteal phase needs complex carbs. So when you deprive yourself of those things, your body feels it. You feel it. You will have lasting effects and it is not comfortable. And so there is a time for going raw and vegan. There's a time for lots of smoothies and deliciousness. And then luteal, which is 10 to 14 days, there's a really good time for those delicious complex carbs for B, um, vitamin B rich foods. So things that help to balance your blood sugar, things that help with your mood, things that help to curb cravings, right? You're also way hungrier during this time. Your body needs more calories. So again, to go back to that example, this is ultimately cyclical mapping is the guide to give yourself permission to finally start listening to yourself. Because the chances that your body tells you what you need and you have just ignored it are very, very high. When I need carbs, my body tells me. The difference is since I started this two and a half years ago, I don't ignore that now. And so, and it helps, right, to know I'm in my luteal phase. So I need these carbs. I need to stabilize my blood sugar. I need to honor the fact that sometimes I'm going to feel good about intense workouts and sometimes I'm not during the luteal phase. And it's okay because your energy is starting to go down. You're moving towards menstrual. So give yourself the grace and space to do things like Pilates and, you know, slower moving workouts and long walks. 
this is also a great time to get things done. So get behind the scenes, complete projects, finish things, do finances for your home, organize things in your home. Again, this is 10 to 14 days of your cycle. So half the month is a really great time to put your head down and get to work and do what matters, right? And expect that out of yourself because you have the capacity, but also honor the fact that you might not want to be super social, but you can finish a project and you might not want to go out and, and network and, and share and do all these things, but you might be very, very happy staying behind the scenes and creating amazing stuff for outside the scenes, right? So this is a starts energetic and slowly moves to less energetic as we move back to the menstrual phase. Oh my gosh, Ash, my mind is blown right now. This is <laughs> such good information. And I even watched all of your videos on your Instagram, IGTV. And like, I still am like, this is such a great reminder. So do you have an app that you recommend that you track all of this? Yes. So I use the MyFlow app, um, M-Y-F-E. L-O. And this is actually by Elisa Vitti. And Elisa Vitti is, she is the queen of cycle syncing. And I have learned so much from her. Um, I started with the book Woman Code, and then I moved to her book In the Flow, which is actually more new. So I've been practicing it for longer, but it's a really great book. So if you're new to this and you just want to understand more, a great place to start is with the Woman Code and then move into In the Flow. But this app, my flow will actually, it won't, it will let you track your cycle and it will also tell you what phase you're in, which is amazing. Takes all oh, the I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you have talked a little bit about this. Uh, the fact that cyclical mapping really helps you as a mom and impacts your career and your success. Do you have anything else that you want to add as far as how it kind of helps you as a mom and business owner and juggling all of the things? Yeah, I think the biggest thing here is like intention, right? So as I mentioned, I'm a therapist by trade. And so my heart is always in finding intentional ways to honor and cultivate the best version of myself. And that's what I teach people to do. And cyclical mapping is your blueprint. Right. So once you understand how your cycles go and how you feel, and again, this it's over time, you continue to collect data on yourself essentially, and you learn more and more about how you operate, then you can start strategically planning. And so I personally, and as well, help my clients to plan in advance. So when they plan a goal, I do pretty intensive goal strategy, but they'll plan a goal and we'll like get it down to the bare minimum, like all the tiny little tasks that it's going to take to make this goal happen. But then we plug those things into our phases, right? Like as opposed to just, these are my goals and let's see what happens. I don't want you to show up one day to do something that was so big and such an opportunity and feel like, why did I say I could do this? I am tired. I don't feel good. I need a break, right? So having this has made it so amazing for me to plan. So I plan in terms of my business based on my phases. I plan in terms of motherhood, right? Like whether or not I'm going to be capable of doing a play date versus when I need help versus when it's going to be a good time to take all three of my kids who are under the age of six and a half out into the world by myself, whether that be a park or to a store or anything. Moms, I know you can relate. Like that takes a lot of energy and ability <laughs> to take them out. So when do you recommend doing that? What phase is that? <laughs> ovulation and about the first half of luteal are all good phases to honor the fact that you're going to have a little bit more energy and capability. When it's that second half of luteal or when you're in your menstrual, planning stuff like that is going to backfire. It is going to make you feel like a failure. It is going to make you 
mad at your kids, right? It's going to make you snap and do things that you have to apologize for and things that you regret. And that's essentially what I'm moving you away from, right? So again, I keep speaking to this, like the best version of you. Well, the best version of you honors what's happening inside of you. Doesn't fight it. Doesn't go against it. Doesn't expect yourself to show up the same every day. And here's, here's the truth. Okay. This stuff was developed again by Elisa Beattie because she was seeing and doing the research to identify that our entire society is built on how men operate best. So a man, right, the phases that he goes through, I'm, I'm air quoting here, his phases that he goes through is in a 24-hour period, whereas for women, it's 28 to 30 days based on how long your cycle lasts. What that means is even the typical nine-to-five schedule, the, the time of happy hour, the, the, the things that our society has created as norms are based on how a man operates. So of course it makes sense that we would try and push ourselves into that box that simply does not fit us, that we would try and expect from ourselves to show up every single day the exact same when that's not natural for us. So having this information allows us to craft a blueprint when it comes to work and marriage and friendship and children and all of the things so that we are always in flow with what's happening internally. That seriously, I've never even thought of that before. The fact that men and women have different cycles, you know, like we are not wired the same, obviously, and that makes sense, but I had no idea that. Thank you for introducing me to that concept. Hey mama, I want to interrupt this episode really quick and just ask you a couple of questions. Are you struggling right now to find peace in your home? feeling like you're out of ideas of how to entertain your kids and you're just tired of playing referee. If so, you're not alone. I've been there too, and some days I'm still there, but I am extremely passionate about changing the paradigm of parenting. I am a huge advocate for fostering tight-knit family dynamics surrounded with teamwork, empathy, and laughter. I want you to have this freedom too, knowing that your parenting efforts are working and worth it. I'm so excited to introduce to you the Parenting with Purpose mini workshop. Included in this workshop, you will be receiving a positive parenting training all about how to become an expert on your children, consequences versus punishment, the four basic emotional needs, and the importance of connection. I want you to know how to establish boundaries and foster independence in your children. The second training is going to be all about creating a peaceful home and how to handle sibling rivalry. So you're going to learn how to prevent sibling rivalry, how to foster sibling bonding and create teamwork and peaceful environment in your home, and finally how to handle sibling conflict with confidence. I know that if you take the time to implement the strategies that I teach you in this workshop, you're going to see amazing change in a short amount of time. The best part is that this workshop is only $27 because I want you to get started right away. Head to thepurposegathering.com slash parenting to sign up and get instant access right away. I would love to know when you sit down um, with yourself or a client, how do you start this process of cyclical mapping? Like, what do you do? What do you start with first? Like, I'm just kind of thinking about like content planning and, you know, Mm -hmm. strategy for my business. And like, so what does that really even look like? How do we 
start. I would love for you to kind of shed some light on that for us. Sure. So the first step is to start tracking your cycle, right? To start getting, you know, collecting that data and, and gaining evidence on, on how you operate. So again, you can use the MyFlow app, you can do it old school on a piece of paper. Um, it really doesn't matter, but what you need to start seeing is how does your body operate? How long is your menstrual phase? And then you know, the minute your menstrual phase ends, you're moving into follicular. And what I have my clients do is start to track their actual experiences during those times so that they can get more and more clear with not just the averages or the information that I just shared with you, but how their body works during that time. So again, I want you to, to personalize it. So first you're tracking and then you're personalizing. And what I mean by that is I gave you a list of, of really fun, intense workouts that could work for you. What you need to identify is what's the workout that you enjoy right? Like if you're in, if you're a CrossFit girl and you love CrossFit, then you know, you're going to go hard on CrossFit for these specific three weeks. And, and this week, week and a half ish, you're going to go ahead and give yourself a break from it. Right? So I have a guide that I use with my clients and really you can create it from anything where I just look at each month as a weekly basis. And I identify what, what phase I'm going to be in during that time. And based on my goals for that month, I plug in the tasks as they fit right? So I'm going to plug in the behind the scenes, project finishing, um, organizing, like getting ready for school, starting. I mean, let's not talk about that topic. It's kind of sad. All the things I'm going to plan those during my luteal phase, right? So that's when I'm going to plug them in. So honestly, what I do with my clients is I have them look at things through a broader scope. Like if, for instance, if we were starting right now, you'd look towards the end of the year. What are your goals towards the end of the year? I want to know what your goals are in terms of love and relationships. I want to know what your goals are in terms of money, in terms of business. And then you actually map out the tasks of each of those goals into your phases, right? So if content, for instance, now it depends on you as a person, but if content, um, you talked about creating content for you, you'll probably want to do that in that first half of your luteal phase. Okay. So you would actually plug it in as a content batching during that time. If that made the most sense for you, I like to create content on a weekly basis, but I like to avoid it during menstrual. <laughs> so I literally sense. every single Monday, except for when I'm on my period. So it just depends on how you operate, but the more aware you get on your cycle and your phases and, and how your body responds to these things, the more able you are to go, gosh, my luteal is the perfect time for these A through Z tasks, right? That, that I have to do as a person or my ovulation. Like I know I'm launching during ovulation. I'm, I'm creating, um, I'm networking, I'm, I'm getting together with people. I'm, I'm having more like friendship related things because I need that during that time. I'm so extroverted. I need so much external love in order. Right? To <laughs> so I honor that. So really the best way to do it is to track, to personalize, and then to plan. Thank you. I love that. I can already kind of, my wheels are spinning. I can already see how this would work. Um, I already plan kind of on a monthly basis yep. anyways. And so I think that's perfect. So quick question for you, Ash. So what do you do in your business when you're on your menstrual cycle? Do you, I mean, I know you just don't like drop off the face of the earth, but like, what are some of the things that we could be doing? So we're still showing up, but maybe not exerting ourselves. So it's not so much about completely wiping your calendar and not doing anything, but it's, it's the art of being mindful, right? So I had someone yesterday, very influential, very amazing person, huge opportunity, asked me to speak on a mastermind call for her million dollar clients. And I am thrilled for this opportunity. 
And she asked me to do it during my menstrual phase. So I simply said, that won't work, but I can do the week after. So what I mean by this is I'm not going to take on things that I know will be too much, but I will happily say yes to things that are okay, if that makes sense. So I'm actually moving into menstrual um, towards the end of this week. And so the good thing for me in that sense is that I'll have it Friday through Tuesday. So it's really only two work days where I really need to pull back. So as I said, I kind of do quote unquote, the bare minimum. So for me, that's my clients. I want them to always get the best version of me. So while normally I would have maybe four clients on a Monday, let's say, and I would have them back to back and I would have a bunch of like tasks in between, like check the email, write email, you know, the weekly newsletter, whatever that looks like. Okay. I would have that all on my calendar, except for during menstrual, what I would have are big gaps between each call just to rest. And if I have the energy to do a little bit more, great, but that's a bonus, not an expectation. And I cannot tell you how many times I literally use that time to curl up on my bed and take a little nap. And then I wake up and my clients always get the best version of me. I mean, I've had people literally say, are you ever on your menstrual face? <laughs> like, <are> you <laughs> I love that. Face? Cause you're always on, <laughs> yeah. but it's, it's, again, it's not that I'm saying I'm not showing up on social media unless that made sense for me. Right. It's simply saying I'm creating more space for rest. That is so important. So I kind of, we just kind of talked about this in our conversation before we started recording, but I do feel like women always put themselves on the back burner, like especially as moms and we don't prioritize our self-care. We don't take the time to do this cyclical mapping because it does seem like just another extra thing that we need to do. But I would love for you to kind of shed some, some light on why you think mental health is the missing piece. Like, why is it so important that we slow down and we take the time to do this and then kind of go into a little bit about your practice and how you, you know, switched from therapy practice to mentorship. I would love to hear about that too. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been a therapist for a decade now and it is such a pivotal part of how I operate. I am never not a therapist. You can ask my husband. <laughs> it does not end with me. And my value in it is, is this, that how our mindset is, how we, however healthy it is or non-healthy it is, is basically the glasses that we put on and, and what we see the world as. Okay. So the stories that we believe, um, good, bad, ugly in between, they are essentially what we seek proof of. So for instance, if, if I had a story that let's say just that I'm, I'm not enough, right? Like if I have a story that I'm not enough and nobody sees my worth, then my brain, because my brain always wants to prove myself, right? My brain will constantly look for proof of that. It will look for, you know, Oh, my husband, my husband's name is Jake. Jake didn't um, say thank you for going and getting the groceries and bringing them in. I'm clearly not worth anything to him. Oh, my kids never say thank you for anything, right? Which is very true. And that probably means that I'm not worth anything. Oh, I sent that card to a friend. So we are constantly looking for proof. So how we see the world is everything, everything. So one of the first things I do with my clients is I dig in deep with them. The therapeutic practice of understanding what are the stories that you have come to believe, both from society and from your experiences and even from proof right? This, these stories don't have to come from something super duper traumatic. They are simply what we're born with. I know, for instance, my son, um, he got glasses when he was, gosh, how old was he? Like three or four. And I remember 
that we put them on. And he instantly said to me, but mom, if I wear these glasses, I'm not going to be good at sports anymore. And I realized in that moment, I have such a huge role here because he will come to believe that it will dictate how he operates in the sports field. It will dictate how he sees himself and, compa and compares himself to other people. And so I started to rewrite that story for him. And what I mean by that is every single day, every single night, we would climb into bed and I would start to tell him what's true. You're so much better at basketball because of your glasses. You can see so much better than everybody else. These are like superpower lenses. And now, and I would just go and go and go and go and go until it started to be his truth. And so this is something that I help people do with themselves. What we believe is what we experience. And if you don't take the time to understand what you're believing enough to shift that belief, you will keep finding proof of whatever you've chosen to believe. And I acknowledge entirely that sometimes this does come from trauma. That does not mean that you can't rewrite it. You are the author of your story, right? Even when I talked about cyclical mapping, okay? If we are not showing up as the same person every day, if we don't understand internally what's happening and why we feel this emotional disruption or why we're all of a sudden fatigued, if we don't understand that, it starts to be a story about who we are. How many women do you hear say, I have no energy? That's a belief that they are carrying and they are finding proof of it every single day and it's dictating how they show up. And ultimately my biggest inspiration is I want to be the best version of me, not just for myself and not just for, you know, the adults around me, but heaven's sake, these babies were given to me for a reason. And it is my duty to show up every single day as the best mom I can be for them. But I can't be that with a hope and a prayer. I have to do the work to understand what I'm believing and rewrite the story so that I am only finding truth every day. And truth is the best version of me. It's the best version of you. Oh my gosh, that was inspirational. I'm ready to sign up. How, where do I do that? <laughs> like, can you, like, I am so grateful for you right now, Ash. I'm so glad that we met through the internet world. Like you have such a gift in the way that you speak and you are so inspirational. So I would love for you to share where can everyone find out more about you and how can people work with you? Absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at Ash McDonald. I pretty much live there. I love Instagram. It comes so natural to me. And so I am always in my stories. So you can basically learn everything about me there. But you can also go to my website, which is ashmcdonaldmentoring.com. And I have a few different ways that you can work with me. One of them is no longer existent right now, but I host self-care retreats. Oh, so sad. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Let me know when we can do that again. That sounds so fun. Well, my last one was in February, so I barely got it in under the wire. And it was beautiful. It was in Boulder, Colorado, which is close to where I live. And um, it was wonderful. And, and the aspect of it is actually to come and care for yourself. But I have a you know, a, a trained chef come in and teach you about how to eat for your cycle and all the food is prepared for you and, and body movement specialists that come in and show you how to love your body during your cycle. And then I do all the planning stuff. So it's a really cool experience, but of course I don't have a date for those right now. Then I also do one-on-one -on -one mentorship. This program is um, my signature program. It's where a lot of people work with me. Um, it's a four month program where we go through four modules of change. Um, this, is, this is my method essentially, right? The first one being that therapeutic stuff I was just speaking to. The second one being the cyclical mapping and finding your flow. And the third one being the strategy where I help you to set goals and now use those two modules in order to map out your life. And then the fourth one is implementation. So it's a chance for us to actually go after those goals utilizing these methodologies. It's really, really awesome. 
And something super cool is that I'm actually launching a group coaching program that will be coming out sometime in September, which is the exact same thing as the one-on-one, but in a group setting, because there's a lot of you that want this. And I'm so blessed and thankful that you do and grateful because Oh my gosh, this stuff has changed my life. I I was introduced to it two and a half years at wall therapy forever ago, but cyclical mapping two and a half years ago, and it is life altering, but it can be overwhelming. And I like to make it really simple. Um, I like to personalize it with you and for you. And I just love connection. And so this program is going to launch soon. My one-on-one mentorship is currently closed. It's full for the rest of the year. Um, However, the group coaching program is coming soon and there may or may not also be an entire planner that I am creating behind the scenes that will come with that group coaching program that will not only help you to create the affirmations to change your story and to create the goals that help you, you know, reach that, that passion and that success that you're craving and have the better productivity and profit, but it will also have a daily guide to lead you through your cycle, um, with intention and with the blueprint that you have. So a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes that I'm super excited about. Want to throw up a little bit because I'm also human and it's a lot, but it's <laughs> good. and I'm just really, really excited. That's awesome. I am so excited for you. That sounds incredible. Now, since it's not open, is it, it's, is it open yet or it's coming to be open? It's coming in September. So everything is coming in September. You'll be hearing more and more on Instagram. And if you get on my email list, there's also a wait list on my Instagram profile um, to be the first to know when it's open because I'm only opening a limited number of spots as well. And so you can snag one uh, by being in the wait list, but everything is coming out kind of in drip drops, but huge in September. That is so exciting. Yes, that's what I was alluding to. I was like, there has to be like a wait list or something. Yes, there is a wait list. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ash. I've enjoyed our conversation and I just really appreciate your time and your knowledge and expertise. So thank you again for being on the show today. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, you guys. I literally am so inspired and fired up and can't wait to go take action and implement everything that I just learned and start to really put a plan into action and start to be more intentional with the way that I show up for myself so that I can be the best version of me for my family and for my clients. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a screenshot Share it out on Instagram and tag me at The Purpose Gathering and at Ash McDonald so that we can spread the word about this concept and idea to all the other mamas out there who might be struggling as well. As always, mama, I'm here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You were created to thrive with purpose and not just survive. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our amazing online community and connect with like-minded mompreneurs, head to thepurposegathering.com mamas. That's M-A-M-A-S to join our private Facebook group. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Be sure to follow and tag me at The Purpose Gathering. If you haven't had a chance to leave a review, please head to iTunes, even if you're an Android user, and let other mompreneurs know why you love the show. Each review is so valuable to me and helps more mamas like you find this show. I choose one review every episode to share, and yours could be the next one. 
I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this, girl, and I can't wait until next time.